yo, back again, MKD Podcast, to all my new people, I'm your host, D. Miller L, to the family, what's going on, part two, Bitcoin 2022, doing a little recap, folks, of what I felt was uh, the most important aspect. Check out part one for day one's analysis. Uh, Before I get into the episode, you guys know how we do. A little housekeeping here. Be following our social media on Twitter, MKD Podcast. Great way to uh, plug in to uh, Bitcoin Twitter. Also, if you're getting any value from the podcast, be sure to drop a donation. We do have the tipping feature enabled there on Twitter. All right, and most importantly, make sure to download the Sphinx chat as soon as you can. It is subject to availability if you don't run your own Bitcoin node. But once you get on the app, be sure to join our tribe, Casa del Rey Moro. You can find that link to our tribe right there on the Twitter profile. If you have any issues, my DMs are open. All right, so let's go on ahead and get into it. Day two, day two. Well, um, I think the announcement that takes the cake came from Blockstream and their partnership with Block and Tesla. Did you guys see that? If you didn't see it, make sure that you uh, go and try to find that and check it out for details. But I'm just going to give you guys a brief on that announcement. So they've partnered up, again, Blockstream, Tesla, and Block to produce... A mining facility that is 100% runoff of solar power and batteries, right? The solar and the batteries coming from Tesla. The intention, of course, is to prove that uh, Bitcoin is not um, a problem for the environment. In fact, uh, it, it better enhances the efficiency of our energy usage. So I think Block and Blockstream are going to make sure that the facilities, you know, the the technical know-how from Blockstream to get the mining operation together. And I believe the data is the most important aspect as well. The data is going to show how the energy is being used, you know, efficiency levels, this sort of thing. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's great. And the big picture, I also think that it's great even on a micro, you know, scale. Uh, For me, I'm definitely, you know, looking um, at the bigger picture, but what's most important is uh, the micro scale. Um, I think that this is very fascinating. I think this is very fascinating. I think that um, one of the main reasons why I find it fascinating is because I'm interested in the homesteading, um, lifestyle and energy is a major component 
if you want to live off the grid, <clears throat> if you live in a want to live in a rural area or what have you. Uh, energy is a very important aspect of uh, that. So what I see here is something that's very encouraging. I can imagine, you know, somewhere down the line, you know, maybe a lot of people that would farm, you know, other kinds of goods, right? Animals, plants, um, what have you, right? Maybe uh, trying to harvest energy can become the new the new way in which a person is, uh, you know, getting value creating value producing value I just think that that is um, revolutionary it's absolutely revolutionary just consider the idea of you know being a homesteader producing things traditionally and then of course having to get to a marketplace so that you can you know offload your goods what if uh, you were doing all of these things right there on your homestead Right. You didn't actually have to leave your homestead to, you know, create value. And not just the creation of the value, but the the selling of the of the valuable items that you produced. Right. All of this can be done right there at the on on site, which, again, is just amazing. Um, You know, living out here in the southwest, we get like the most sun. So this is just very, very, very. Um, encouraging with regards to you know the direction I'd like to go um, long term just with my own life Um, I also feel like this is great overall for the planet it's great overall for the planet first of all I think that people need to be educated concerning energy right more education is, is good and then of course how Bitcoin Um, works with regards to making our energy, you know, um, usage more efficient, whether we're talking about the grid or just in your in your operation. You know, that was uh, that was something that, again, uh, a lot of homesteaders, you know, considered at a time. I think that is still something that people consider. But, you know, that whole idea of selling your energy back to the grid, um, you know, that might that might you know it might be an end to that <laughs> you know you could use that energy yourself so very um very big announcement i felt uh it took the cake for day 2 um there was like a notable i would say there was um you know a lot of stable talk or excuse me stable coin talk and i definitely have a comment on that Uh, Something that I wasn't aware of before, and maybe you guys, you know, weren't aware of this, but uh, Taproot, you guys remember uh, that new implementation to the Bitcoin core protocol. So from what I understand at this point after day two is that Taproot um, is, is the actual means that has enabled Bitcoin to have stable coins associated so um, there were talks about stable coins being used on lightning 
And um, this is very interesting, right? You can already use, for those of you already on Liquid, you have stable coins on Liquid. But I think that is very encouraging to see that 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 functionality is now, you know, going to see the, you know, the light of day uh, on Lightning. I can't wait to see uh, what comes of this. I do think that it's important. Uh, I understand that it's controversial. Uh, but I do think that it plays a part um, in the progress of Bitcoin. One of the things that I've always believed uh, since my very you know early days in Bitcoin were that a lot of the a lot of the things that were going on in the quote unquote crypto space with the altcoins uh, would one day be brought over to Bitcoin, which you know obviously is uh, is the is the foundation of all of this um, hype. Right. This is the source of all of it. But um, in truth, I just believe that those innovations belong on Bitcoin. This is why I've stick, you know, firm to Bitcoin, um, not to maintain Bitcoin as it is or not to just deal with Bitcoin as I first came across Bitcoin. But all of the innovations in the space uh, that are actually worth anything should definitely come to Bitcoin at some point in time. Right. Once the proof of concept is there. And of course, the means are there for us to implement it on Bitcoin. That is just the natural progression of the space, in my opinion. What do you guys think? How did you feel about day two? These were uh, this is how I felt about the conference. Again, I think that uh, Bitcoin magazine did a great job. I think uh, the speakers did a great job. Um, I just got a lot of great information. And maybe I will uh, attend next year. I have not decided yet, but I think that um, it may be it may be a good time to uh, make sure that I don't miss. Yeah, I will. We'll leave that in, in that way. Okay, folks, with that being said. If you like this episode, be sure to give us a thumbs up, a share, a like. Thank you very much. And I'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace.